0: Good evening. Welcome to Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I'm Jane. And I'm Shannon. In a nice red shirt for oh, Christmas. Yeah. And our topic today is life is messy. Like our dog who yeah, will not who sit. Yeah, who will not
1: sit still right now.
0: I'm going to let him out. Come okay.
1: on. Okay. Well, Jane's we'll going to let him out. We're going to Today, she, this is her topic. She want to talk about life is messy. And uh, you can't deny that, and you can't deny that if you ever come to visit our house. We have a lived-in house, and we like it just this way. Um, but life itself can be messy. You know, no matter how many plans you make, and no matter how many things you lay out and design and, and spread around,
0: life can be very messy. It begins messy. Think of a birth. Oh, Yeah, yeah you've seen the births. Yeah. I saw the births with our grandson. It's yep. beautiful, but it is not for the faint-hearted. But <laughs> no, it's not. But it, I want to tell you...
1: What's that old saying, that old military mm, saying? I don't know. I came into this world screaming and covered in someone else's blood, and I'm willing to go out the same way?
0: Oh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, how I thought of this topic was from, listen to this, Psalm 84. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to read... <clears throat> I'm going to read uh, one through four. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts. My king and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise. So, in God's temple, in his altars, there's birds nesting. Birds are messy. Even in heaven, I well, think it will be good messy. Yeah, they can be. So, I mean, I just thought of people who aren't messy, right. what are they going to think about when they're in heaven? Well, this, it just made me feel good to know it's a little disordered in a good way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there are some things that are disordered, some things that aren't. I mean, we can't, um, some things we can't Control. accept as being messy, like on theology, I don't think they'd be messy.
0: No. Well, Some things, humans are messy,
1: though. Humans are messy, but but, but don't, beliefs don't have no, to be. No, absolute truths can't be played with.
0: No, no, no. Just That's because, true.
1: just because. Oh, it's it's just messy. It's, That's true. It's it's just complicated. It's different for every person.
0: No, it's not. Some You're things right. aren't. And okay, but this also comes back to my one of my favorite words or concepts: fractal. Okay, a never-ending pattern. So, like. With, it's like all of God's creation is a fractal it, He's got patterns everywhere But if we just look at it Like just look at one life And there's a bunch of messy parts to it We can't see the pattern sometime Until we get far back to see it from God's perspective That's kind of how I think about it But uh, I want to read something From C.S. Lewis This is uh, We have this daily readings from his classic works A year with C.S. Lewis And I think I put that thing here this is from his book called *The Problem of Pain*, and I want to touch on real briefly here. Some people um, really um, hold tight to that Calvinist thought that everyone's predestined, heaven or hell. Right. And I and I think part of the thing is because they can't imagine God, who's perfect, would uh, that something would go his Creation would go against him because he's too powerful, or something. I don't know. I'm saying it wrong. So if you're a Calvinist, I'm sorry, okay. but I want to read this. What he says: the problem of, from the problem of pain, and this would be: uh, it is objected that the ultimate loss of a single soul means the defeat of omnipotence, meaning God everywhere, right. and so it does in creating beings, human beings with free will. Omnipotence from the outset submits to the possibility of such defeat what you call defeat i call miracle right. for to make things which are not itself and thus to become in a sense capable of being resisted by its own handiwork is the most astonishing and unimaginable of all the feats we attribute to the deity i willingly believe that the damned are in one sense successful rebels to the end that the doors of hell are locked on the inside i do not mean that the ghosts may not wish to come out of hell and the vague f- fashion wherein an envious man wishes to be happy. But they certainly do not will even the first preliminary stages of that self abandonment through which alone the soul can reach any good. They enjoy forever the horrible freedom they have demanded hmm. and are therefore self enslaved, just as the blessed, forever submitting to obedience, become through all eternity more and more free. Yeah, that's
1: it's a lot like what I said in church the other day. The yeah,
0: other day say when it we again. Were
1: talking that people have a tendency to think that God is judgmental because Jesus says, I am the way, the only way. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: And, but in reality, that's not judgment. No. That is Opportunity. possibility. Yeah, that, you said... And there was no such... There was no possibility without God. God could have wiped it all out and said, I'm just going to start over, mm-hmm. forget about it. But he didn't, so...
0: Yeah, and I think... Like you said, absolute truth is not messy. It is just absolute truth. But the messy part comes with human beings trying to figure out how to live this life, how to live for Jesus. And I think that uh, and we also have this kind of this desire to control our worlds. Mm -hmm. And eventually, Jesus helps us figure out, just let that go because you can't anyway. And when we come to that realization that we want to quit trying to control the world, our worlds, we really feel a lot better. We're a lot less stressed. True. And, but.
1: Well, I think we have to remember, too, that no matter how messy things are, God's still in charge and He knows everything.
0: Yeah, nothing worries Him.
1: No, I'm going to go I'll read a little bit here in Psalm 139. Okay. You've searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I said and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you lord don't completely you have me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me such knowledge is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to attain
2: mm-hmm. where can
1: i go from your spirit where can i flee from your presence mm-hmm. so i think god knows how messy we are
2: mm-hmm.
1: he knows the human condition is messy
0: yeah
1: he knows that you know this we messed it up Mm-hmm. We're the ones that made it messy. It wasn't messy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we made it messy. We did
0: make it messy. But in, even in the Garden well, of Eden, there was dirt. There was
1: yeah, dirt's not messy. Yeah, dirt's dirt. Dirt's not messy. That's the thing. Um, the world, the world that God created, wasn't messy. But the things in the fallen world, the same things that weren't messy, are mm-hmm. human beings. We're not meant to be sinful, right. but we are. We are. You know. Uh, There's poisonous and venomous and nastiness and Mm -hmm. bacteria and decay and rot and disease. And And all of that stuff is on us. That's on us. That's not on God. God didn't create it that way. But he understands us enough. And he understands enough to say, you know what? I know you're a sinner, but I love you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I want to give you an opportunity to come out of that. Mm -hmm. I know who you are. Yeah, and I still love you.
0: That is amazing. That's the Every day I think of that because you know you hear some awful story of some other human doing something. Nothing
1: that happens takes God by surprise. No, and
0: He loves us. I want. I'm thinking about this. So I got this uh, new Bible in the mail. I had to review, and it's pretty good. I like it. So I'm. I just decided I'm just going to read right through it. So I'm back in Genesis and. So I, well, we know the story, the Satan deceives the woman, she takes the fruit, gives it to right. her husband, they both eat, and then they understand they're naked. But what I want to share with you here is, and it's something we all know, so the man, this is after they got their curse and the mm-hmm. hope of Jesus. The man called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skin and clothed them. And I've read that before. I knew that God made these little clothes for them to make them more comfortable. I mean, I I can't imagine leaf clothing was very comfortable. But I think first, that was a mercy of God. Those must have been the most perfectly made clothing ever. I mean, obviously it was the first clothing, but God made them. Second, because of their sin... Death to some poor animal happened. Right there. Yeah. Right there. I mean, their sin already caused death in the in the animal kingdom. They were supposed to be we were supposed to be stewards of all of the entire animal kingdom creatures, and instead, their their sin brought about death to some animal, and and um, that's what our sin does it brings death it brings decay and that is where the messy part is but i guess you but know but I, I think
1: there's also a blessing in the mess sometimes i, was
0: just I think say we that. have to
1: consider well, we'll look at that i beat you to it
0: mess in the bless no bless blessing in, in the mess blessing in the mess
1: you know the outside is messy it's ugly it's you know we look around and there's people suffering and there's all sorts of stuff going on but god's in control of all that and he is mm-hmm. working on the inside right now yeah that's what, that's what's important. Mm-hmm. He works on the inside. The outside is going to be handled.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. When we
1: are in heaven, the outside is not going to be a mess. It's not going to have any issues. There'll be mm-hmm. no tears, no pain in heaven. But right now, fixing the outside wouldn't help the inside. Right. You no. have to work on the inside, and sometimes that messy situation actually helps us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We gain through it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We draw closer to God because of it, and those are things that you know. Sometimes your mess can mean something. It'd be meaningful.
0: True. It can be and, a blessing in the mess. And something else God has been it's just been laid in my heart. You know, there's mm-hmm. some people we're praying for to come back to Jesus or whatever and 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 I I feel God has been just reminding me, don't worry about the outside. We just need to get people to accept Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, we can't make them do it. But, I mean, bring them into the kingdom, and God will sort out all that other stuff. Right. You know, all the stuff, the different, all the weird, crazy things that are going on in this world today. If we, if someone submits to Jesus and, and accepts him wholeheartedly, God will sort all the other stuff out. We don't have to sort someone else out. I mean, we can't anyway. I mean, I can't even sort out my own self. I mean, how am I going to sort someone else out? You know? Right. And, and so we need to, as Christians... We need to just keep loving people into the kingdom. And don't focus on behavior. Don't focus on how they look. None of that ultimately matters. Because God, none of that is a big deal to God. He's not. He wants people to come to church. He wants people to accept Him. He doesn't care where they are in life. If they wouldn't accept Jesus, let them accept Him just how they, how they look. And, and God will sort whatever out. But you know, it's funny too. Um... Not funny, but I'm thinking of the first Christmas. Of course, it's probably happened in July. You know, I don't know. The time. It doesn't matter what time of year Jesus yeah. was born. Probably in July, I guess. I don't know. Or September, but it depends. He was born among animals in a in a quiet cave stable or whatever it was, but that where they housed animals. Mm-hmm. And I love that thought. I know people, I've heard people think that was horrible, but... Those are people who've never been in barns or who have not been in that kind of situation. But can you imagine that night when he was just first born? How peaceful it must have been in there? Because, until the shepherds showed up. And then, but I mean like the animals are chewing. You can hear them chewing and and breathing. uh,
1: Contrast that with what we've made Christmas.
0: Oh, I know.
1: And the gigantic... Rockefeller Christmas tree and lights and parades and all sorts of things that have nothing to do with the birth of, of Christ, but everything to do with us wanting to show off and do those yeah. things. And but and so many people are so wrapped up in things being perfect on all this kind of stuff, and they miss the meaning mm. because they're trying to avoid the mess. Mm. And I think sometimes a lot of people are hesitant about Christianity for the same reason. What do you mean? They're trying to avoid the messy part of accepting Christ. Mm. Because the messy part of accepting Christ is accepting the fact that you can't fix it, you can't do it yourself, and you you desperately need him. Mm. And that's messy. Mm. you don't have control over that
0: yes yeah, you giving up control you can't
1: organize that you can't design that you can't plan that and you have no say in that
2: mm-hmm.
1: listening to the spirit's another thing that's really messy mm-hmm. you think you know what you want mm-hmm. and then god says but i want something different mm-hmm. out of you and you have to change and surrender to that so i think in a in a desire to have self-control people are afraid of that Mm-hmm, messy fluidity of, mm-hmm. of follow in the spirit, and I mean what a loss
2: yeah you,
0: tell know, you, there's
1: there 's a reason jesus came said i came to 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 seek the lost, yeah, and he said people were like a shepherd, uh, like sheep without a shepherd and things like that and there 's a there 's a reality that a lot of people who are when they hit bottom is when they turn to God yeah when life gets so bad that they can't, that they realize they can't control it. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that those that don't have to hit bottom might not accept him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because they got it all under control. They don't need him. But to do that, you have to sure shove a lot of junk under the bed. Because the mess is always there. It's in us as humans. The mess is there. And if we claim we don't have the mess... We're hiding it in the closet or under the bed. Yeah. There's mess. There's ugliness. There's there's chaos in our lives, and if we want, if if we say, "I don't need help with that chaos," I don't need help with this life that I'm trying to lead. We're missing the point.
0: I want to read this. This is um, Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty. This okay. has come to me. I'll, but this oh, is you? the message translation about it. Okay. Because I do like this. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I like that.
2: Mm.
0: And you mentioned that following the spirit or listening, you know, Doing what he says rather than what we want to do, it does. It it does take practice. It's mm. like with any relationship. Sure. sure. You learn, like as, as 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 married people, we. When you're first married, you you just learn how to live together and be a team, and and it all takes. I mean, our marriage has changed. Over- do you
1: have to learn the rules.
0: Yep, and and how to work together. And... How this
1: works and how that works, and you're better at this than I am, and I'm better at this than you are, and and those kind of things. Yeah. Um,
0: and the same thing with listening to the Spirit. You learn to hear Him better all the time. Right. And the more you do it, the better you'll get at it.
1: And I, uh, I love this concept. Of, there's a, a website that I see this on right now, and talking about Jesus running towards us, towards the mess. Mm. God didn't love us from a distance. God stepped into our messy world to save us and set us free. Mm. Jesus came to us.
2: Yeah, he, he
1: didn't do it from a distance, say, you need to fix this and then yeah. I'll come visit. He never told anybody. I mean all the times with all the relationships that Jesus had with people, from the, the tax collectors to the you know, the apostles when you look at them and, and all the other ordinary people that Jesus dealt with. Mm-hmm. He never said, fix this first. No, never. He he didn't tell the woman at the well, you need to go straighten out your life and then come back and I'll tell you who I am. Mm -hmm. He didn't do any of that stuff. He came and met them in the middle of their mess. Mm -hmm. And it seems when we look at the ministry of Christ, he saw people in the midst of that. He saw the the person in the midst of the mess, not Mm -hmm. the mess itself. The mess wasn't the important part. No. He wasn't concerned about anything. And the people that thought they had it figured out, like the rich young ruler. Yeah. He's got everything on the list. He's checked off everything on the list. And Jesus says, well, what about this one thing? Yeah,
0: he said, Go sell everything. And that yeah. one
1: thing he couldn't do.
0: That was the thing that he that, had a problem with.
1: Yeah. And Jesus knew what that problem was.
0: Yeah.
1: Before the man ever came to talk to him about it. So when he says that... And, and the man leaves broken hearted he 's broken hearted because he realizes he can't surrender that part of his life yeah. he has a he messy little spot that yeah. he can't let go of mm-hmm. that he can't turn loose or let the daylight hit it and and that breaks his heart, but not enough for him to surrender it
0: that reminds at least
1: that's what i mean he doesn't say that he doesn't but he walks away detected
0: at least in that moment he at that walked, moment yeah, yeah it, I was, hope he it was it was too back. much for him I hope he came back That'll we have be no idea it doesn't no. say anything. But that reminds me of the verse that Jesus says, um, First, take out the log in your eye before you take the speck out. Don't of worry your,
1: about the speck when you can't see the log in your own. Yeah. yeah,
0: take out the log, and then you can take away the speck. Because that story is told about the rich young ruler. He said, I've kept all the commandments since beginning, you know, so he'd never committed adultery, he never stole, he never did all that. But it was when Jesus said, Okay, go sell your possessions and come follow me. His problem was his money or his Mm -hmm. possessions. Well, sometimes we humans, we keep looking at other people's specs. Like, let's say, I don't know, let's just say there's rampant stealing everywhere. Maybe there is. There probably is. But (coughs) let's say that's what I just go on and on about. All those people are horrible. They just keep stealing and stealing and stealing. Well, I don't have a problem with stealing. But it's really easy for me to point a finger at something that I don't have a problem with.
2: Right.
0: What about my problem? I got to deal with my problem before I start judging people on the outside. You know, and that's
1: and that's where we sometimes fail when we talk about judging other people. Is we see their mess and not their humanity.
2: Yes. yes. We
1: don't see the person. We just see the mess that's going on around mm-hmm. or the mess that they're creating. And sometimes mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, someone you love is have got behavior that is a mess, harmful yeah. to themselves, Yeah, you stop looking at the person and you start yeah. thinking about the behavior. And I know it's not easy. Sometimes it's hard because sometimes it's a, It's like I said, it's a it's a self-damaging behavior and people return to it over and mm-hmm. over again. And mm-hmm. you try and bail them out and help them out and do what you can for them and they go back to it again. But we have to realize that's all of us. Yeah. That's all of us are that way in God's eyes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, They're,
1: there's it's no such thing as someone who doesn't sin, right? So, you know, we have to take that into consideration to truly have the heart of Jesus. We have to be able to see through a mess.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, realize- for some of us, for me, I think it was like Where's Waldo? My life was such a crazy mess. When Jesus found me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was like one of those books where you got to hunt for the one thing, and then oh. there he is, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) In that kind of a situation and the fact that he took the time to find me and speak to me and I was graced by God to be able to listen. I mean, that, when I look at my own life and the mess that I was in and the mess that I'm in daily, but the mess that I was in at that point in time in my life and the noise that I had going on around me all the time, the constant noise that was in my head and all around me. And the fact that Jesus saw me anyway. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What an example. Yeah. For us to follow, to look Mm -hmm. at people and not look at... Find them. Seek them. Mm -hmm. Seek out the person behind the mask, behind the mess, behind the trash, underneath everything. Yeah,
0: that's who Jesus is. Find the
1: human that is in there. Find the person. Find the broken hearted God, missing person
0: you know something i'm thinking of when you're saying all this and it's said this before said this I, i guess i've said this in sunday school a few times i wish i could take someone a person who is not following jesus and who's i'm sure on the inside they're not at peace they're just struggling to find something i wish for just a minute they could experience the peace of christ that really inhabits you when you accept Christ. And it's such a place of rest. Mm. I wish someone could get, it, get that feeling for just a little bit and say, yeah, this is what it means to follow Jesus. You have peace in your head. You're not tormented by craziness. I mean, I sometimes am, but I still have the peace of Christ. But, I mean, it, there's just something. The world can't give you peace. I don't care what you have from the world. You might have, you might be a billionaire, and you might have the, the most beautiful face. You might you have. You could
1: be living as a hermit in a cave. It wouldn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter. You could
1: have everything, or you could intention, have intentionally have nothing. It does not matter because it's not the outside that's counting; it's what's inside. Right. And seeing inside yourself is really hard.
0: Mm-hmm. And the thing, if you have Jesus, mm. I never have to look inside of me. Alone ever again, right? Because he'll say, "Okay, Jane, let's work on this. Or you got to address that, or well, maybe I said something wrong to someone. You need to go back and and talk to them, ask for forgiveness, or or whatever. You know he he helps with everything.
1: It's scary to look at yourself, to look at the true, to your true self, to look at exa- yourself exactly as you are, not as you want to want to see, mm-hmm. but as you are. It's a scary thing." Mm-hmm. But when Christ is with us, it's not scary it's because not scary. two things are possible. One, he's there and he knows it anyway, but yeah. he's still there. So first of all, the fact that he's willing to stay even though he knows the ugliness, that's important. Secondly, the other thing is he's the one that can fix it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like going to the doctor and not telling him that you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, Let's take your good. blood pressure. Nah, we don't need to. <laughs> No, I'm I'm good. Just wanted to stop in and say hi. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, no. You need me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I know where. I know how. And I know what it's going to take to fix those things. So let's just go take a look at it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we'll talk about it. And we'll figure out a plan. And that kind of mentality, if people would look at Jesus from that perspective, not someone who is judging you or or making rules or anything like that but just someone who says i know your pain i know that you're hurting Mm
2: -hmm.
1: i know that you're messy i know that you're confused i know that you're overwhelmed and
0: i can fix that Mm -hmm. if you let me Mm -hmm. yeah if you let me yeah if you let me and i think sometimes i don't know
1: too many people that have surgery involuntarily yeah true so you're going to go to the great physician you have to surrender your trust to him and let him take care of it
0: yeah and I know some people, sometimes Christians can get in the way. Like, Christians are just human. And so Christians make mistakes. Yeah, we
1: make mistakes.
0: And I think sometimes Christians, very well-meaning Christians, might make huge mistakes. And then people say, well, I don't want to be a Christian if they're like that. That's so stupid. That's an excuse. Jesus is Jesus. Go to Jesus. But I do want to say something else that you brought up. Christmas and all this, -hmm. all the glitter and all this stuff. I will say, I've heard people say this before and I totally understand it now. Christmas is for children. All that fun stuff, Mm -hmm. it's really just for the kids. Because it is fun. It's fun to see our grandkids. Of course it is. And and so if you take it it that way, it's okay. Right. But if you're getting older, and you obviously are getting older if you listen to this, because we all are getting older. I mean... We're I was going to older. say what are you trying to no, say no, no. only old
1: people are listening to us old people what are well, you saying
0: the, Well everybody is older <sighs> than they were when they started listening you know so as we celebrate Christmas every single year it should become more and more precious to us in the in about G, it just being about Jesus and that other stuff enjoy it when you can but don't let it stress you out and if you can be around a kid who is eager to open a present that'll be fun too
1: I do enjoy
0: watching people open presents.
1: One of the saddest, most messy realities of this world is the fact that one of the lowest times for a lot of people...
0: Is Christmas, isn't it? Of every
1: year. I'm I'm working in law enforcement. That was an ugly, ugly time to be working because Mm. family fights and domestic abuse and... Um, alcoholics that are not taking care of themselves, and drug abusers that are not taking care of themselves, and the different things that happen because people get depressed because they feel like they're missing out yeah. on Christmas.
2: Yeah.
1: Where step back, think about what Christmas is, and you're not missing out on anything.
2: No. Jesus unless you here, choose to.
1: Right. You can choose to miss out on it, but it's not passing you by because Christ came. He was born. He lived. He walked among us. He talked. He spoke. He healed. He he prayed.
0: He died, and he rose died,
1: again. and he rose again for you. Yeah. So you're not missing that because he did it for you personally. Yeah. And you know, I it must be challenging. For God to look at his children and see people who think that they don't need him. Oh. When he knows that they cannot be fixed without him. Yeah. You know, again, think of a doctor who knows exactly what you need, but you refuse to be treated. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now think of a doctor whose family member refuses to be treated. Yeah. I love you outside of this environment, and yet you refuse to... You refuse to help.
2: Yeah.
1: I can do this. Yeah. This is what I'm all about. This is what I can do.
2: Yeah. And they
1: won't and let you. Yeah. So. And I think God looks at us and as his children and just, oh, it's just one of those, one of those amazing things that God would love us through this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He would love us while we're rejecting him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Knowing full well that some of us will always reject him. Yeah. But he doesn't stop trying. No,
2: he trying. And that trying. is
1: where we need to be too. And that is where we need to be in our lives and in our look at messy and our look at chaos and our look at craziness and our look at all the different things that are going on that frustrate us and make it tough. We need to remember that God doesn't give up.
0: No, and we shouldn't Not because
1: it's messy. But he doesn't give up because it's messy. We shouldn't give up because it's messy. You're right. That's a message of Jesus right there.
0: Don't give up because it's messy. There you go. That's nice. Can I give a cu- couple of plugs before we go? Go plug away. Okay. My first plug is if you are a local person in our area, our church has a Christmas Eve service at 4 p.m. and it ends with candlelight service. And it's not
1: tomorrow. No, it's Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yes.
0: Yes, that's the 24th. Always and the, the Christmas 24th. Christmas program. Oh, I wasn't going to plug that. Oh. oh. But I can.
1: Christmas program is, is on not, the 19th. It's on the 19th. At not, 10 o'clock And Not treats. on the 12th, as Jane yes. said last year. Last no, it's week the in church. Yes.
0: No, it would be the 12th. Tw- well, yes. whatever. It's the 19th. But I was just... Yes. The Christmas Eve service is very special. Yeah. And we're having a very special person sing that night. Not you. Mitzi. You're singing. You're supposed to be singing on the 19th. And my other plug, and my husband doesn't even know this plug, but I'm going to plug it anyway. Um... I put out, I self-published a book of poetry, and it's called A Bipolar Believer's Worship in Poems. It's probably a terrible title, but I couldn't think of one. And it's on Amazon. There's hardcover, softcover, or paperback, and on Kindle. And I'm just plugging that. I, I won't hardly make any money. I made it as cheap as I could because Amazon tells you the cheapest, so I think the paperback is $3.49 and I don't know what the, so no, it,
1: in other words we don't do this for money no
0: and so don't do any of but this for it money. might if you know someone who has some mental health challenges or if you want to understand it more uh, it might encourage someone so that's why I tell it and there's other stuff in the book too but um that was my other plug
1: all right so we're going to wrap this up I just want to say in the end here that God sees you through the mess, He sees you through the chaos, He sees you through all the camouflage you throw over yourself to try and be hidden. He still sees you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and He wants that relationship with you, and He wants to come and help you heal. So open your life up. Just surrender, surrender a little bit to start with. Oh,
2: it's such a relief. And then
1: once you once you feel the the comfort and the peace that passes all understanding, you'll start surrendering more. But Take a step out in faith. You know, it's 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 what you don't see that you believe in that's important.
0: Oh, that's good. That could be your sermon tomorrow. Mm, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. God bless.